Hello, you amazing people. You're listening to the Marketing and Coffee Podcast, the show that brings you the latest in marketing, especially in the UAE market, with your host, Lijo Itoop. Welcome to another episode of Marketing and Coffee Podcast with Lijo. Today, I have a very special guest, Shibu Thomas who has spent 26 years and he has seen the industry grow from from a wholesale market to a complete online so this entire breadth of experience is something that i felt that my listeners will find a huge value for uh, more importantly while talking to him i realized that he's a sportsman so as a sportsman never give up so he has spent a huge amount of time in uae with starting way back in 94 with sony then went on to allrounds nikai then he worked with the alfotem group merchandise and today and emax group and today he is part of the e-commerce team at vanity cart so it blows my mind the kind of experiences that he would have held throughout all of these years welcome to my podcast shibu you want to say something about yourself to my listeners Thank you, Lijo. Thank you very much indeed. It's an honor to be uh, present here today and share my thoughts with you. Thank you once again for the wonderful introduction. I hope I can do justice to what you just mentioned. Yes, um, you've said everything that one could think of. But if you permit me to say this, I think I've been blessed in a big way, and that is primarily because I was very fortunate, and the favor of God has always been with me because. generally what happens is the person that is above you in a corporate world they are better than you and you look up to them and you learn a lot of things from them but in my case it was double whammy for me because i had people below me who were my actual strength they were very good at what they were doing much better than me so you see i was sandwiched in between two teams which was and both them were actually better than me all that i had to do was mentor them and learn from them what i'm trying to refer here is the team that i had the people that i had and if we value this in our life i think things can change big time in our favor and yes i've been in sports all throughout and sports teaches us a lot of things you know they say that the game is never over till the match has been won or lost till the last minute it teaches you to fight and it brings in that sportsman spirit and the never say die attitude and the attitude which says that you can win at any cost you need to have a compassion you need to believe in it and you need to be committed yeah this is how things have been but yes dubai has seen lot of changes especially the uae from the time that we have come here till now and the buzzword today is e-commerce and online so here we are to i think discuss much more in detail about what e-commerce is all about and today everyone if you see is jumping on to the e-commerce bandwagon online is the buzzword as i said and let's discuss in detail as to how we need to go about it what are the changes happening in the market and how can one seize on to this opportunity interesting so before we get on to the e-commerce part there's something and believing on the question that you answers just said about how it's never over till the last ball is bowled as you say in cricket something that you wrote on linkedin your linkedin profile is you specialize in reviving businesses impacted by recession and turn them around into profitable strategic business units and 
this skill set is so rare today and so valuable today so if you can tell us more before uh, and spend a couple of minutes on that before we move on to the core e-commerce part of the uh, podcast definitely lejo definitely i do not know if it's a good thing to say i've seen the first recession here which was in 2008 yeah and the second one which we're facing now probably this is a global turnaround if i may say yeah and generally what happens in these uh, things is you know when a situation or a challenge like this is thrown at you uh, people tend to take knee jerk decisions yeah and the first thing that one does is bring down the expenses when you say bring down the expenses you ask anyone at any level the first thing that they will say is bring down the expenses and how do you bring down the expenses the first thing is you bring down the marketing expenses which means you're taking an action to actually bring down your business little do we realize this as it is the business is down you cut down on the marketing expenses i know many of you who are listening to me might disagree with me but this is the fact you're actually saying that i do not want more business and the second one is you cut down on the manpower again these were the same people who actually stood by you in times of trouble they are the ones who performed where you are today is because of these people if these people were good some time back they are good even today and they are the ones who can actually take you through having said this when i've seen dubai change from a wholesale market to a retail to power retailers in the sense that there was a time when you used to sell only box movement was happening you go to the wholesale market and you there is just box movement that happens from there you moved on to the power retailers we all know continent before it was carrefour it was continent and people start people would never imagine that you could buy a 65 inch television can you buy it by just looking at your laptop screen or your mobile screen would you ever imagine that you would buy a refrigerator from a mall we have moved from a mall to a tv screen today knowingly or unknowingly we've all adapted to these changes and we have embraced ourselves to these changes but little did we realize that we are going through these changes for instance i remember when i was in uae when we all go back on our vacations we used to run to the travel agent to get our tickets done right i'm sure lejo you would have seen that phase as well absolutely but it's been ages before that we moved online and we all do our ticketing online now it means we've got used to certain things but we don't realize that we are actually changing we are evolving we've already embraced the change let's take for instance the current pandemic situation which has been there in four months time during this four months we have possibly embraced everything that we couldn't do in the last 10 years so these are the changes which have happened here and unless we adapt ourselves to these changes we're not going to move anywhere beyond for example when a challenge is thrown at you do you have the courage to embrace a challenge that comes your way i mean i'm not trying to sound like a motivational speaker here but let me tell you it's the fact and each one of us is equipped with this gift what really matters i think is you know how much are we able to dig into them at the right time 
and are we believing in what we are doing if you do it with conviction i think we can definitely overcome all these challenges that we are seeing today's meeting for example le jo if what we are discussing today if you would have let me confess here if you would have told me this probably 6 months back i wouldn't know how i would have reacted to you but here we are discussing this today and i'm sure there'll be many more people who would be listening to our conversation somewhere down the line and i'm sure it can have a positive impact on many of them yeah absolutely and i think i keep saying that you cannot take your pedal off marketing in this time people may not you not may not be part of the conversion but you can at least be part of the conversation and if you are not part of the conversation today it's going to affect your conversion at a later point of time and a lot of companies absolutely. take the pedal of the uh, marketing uh, plan of it and they suffer in the long term this whole experience that you spoke like how the from the wholesale market of bardubai to this evol and specialized it did coming back to has the fundamentals of marketing change has this click friendliness made more things more difficult easy how has the consumer behavior changed and how has the marketing's role changed in between all these different formats of selling let me just say be it physical retail or e-commerce or wholesale what is your experience in this 26 years oh great i mean that's a very valid question you've combined everything into one simple question let me try to break this up a little bit lichum i think what you refer to you is first part of it is the technology and the human behavior yeah now i think both technology and human behavior are constantly changing and we know about this change and as we say it's not a cliche but change is the only thing which is constant and as an e-commerce business owner i can tell you one thing that one has to be ready for this change let's look at the offline first since you mentioned about offline what do we do when you open a store you you get the right location you first decide the business that you want to be in you decide a location you decide the planogram for the store you decide on the merchandise based on the business that you are in you get the right assortment you make sure that the layout and the planogram is made in such a way that the customer experience is perfect you make sure that you have the products at the right prices competitive prices if i may say right now these are the same things that you would do when you move into an online store as well in e-commerce but the way you do this is different it's made much more easier earlier for an offline store one has to go through the excel exercises you need to have excel skills all those things you have to depend on individuals and it is people driven you might have some systems in place post the store opening here when you come to online you do similar things but the way you do things is different like you know what this pandemic has taught us is that it's not the cost of living which is high but it's the cost of lifestyle which is high it's what you opt for so coming back to it you need to know what is the business that you're getting into do we have do you go in for a wide range or a right assortment obviously it's the right assortment is is it the right experience or the perfect experience quite simple it's the perfect experience is it cheap price or competitive price obviously it is competitive price let's look at how this can impact our business as well you know the customer journey for example 
in an offline store the customer comes to a mall he enters the store and he does his shopping right now when it comes to online what we say is there is a customer journey or some people call it the happy path flow for a customer once he visits your website now take let's take a minute here and pause for a minute a few questions that i would like to throw here is do we consider facts like the customer when he is on your website he switches websites he might search for promo codes he might go out of your website searching for a promo code they might go and check for some reviews on other sites as well they might come back to your website to some other channel from a different device now do you record all these things is it important for you to record all these things here is the question in an offline you could never do that in an online you can always check these things whether which way they have come and how they have come this is going to be a very important aspect when you're deciding your business let's look at some more important points when it comes to an online store uh, there are customers who try to look for competitive pricing and every e-commerce business owner would like two things one is retain the customer and improve the customer experience now here is what i would say online business owners have an advantage over the traditional retailers or the brick and mortar shops because an offline store is confined only to a particular location unlike an e-commerce store where you can go global as well and a brick and mortar shop you can never think on those lines having said that i am reminded of what warren buffett wrote in his 1996 the chairman's letter you know it says what an investor needs is the ability to correctly evaluate selected businesses now mind you note the words selected you don't have to be an expert in every company or every other business that you want to do you only have to be able to evaluate the companies within your circle of competence the size of that circle is not very important knowing its as its boundaries as well how we have evolved is over a period of time we have seen that we have embraced changes knowingly and unknowingly for instance when jabalali free zone was being formed nobody ever imagined that dubai would become the hub hub for and for all these electronics or businesses which have been formed here right when that was being formed people actually were questioning why do you need when there is so many other ports do you need a free zone again in jabalali that is why we say when a visionary speaks majority of the people may not understand what is being spoken which is why he is called a visionary because he can see things beyond what we can actually see so yes we have evolved over a period of time i think i digressed slightly more into the e-commerce domain but yes to to conclude what you asked me is people have changed technology has changed consumer behavior has changed and one needs to track these changes in an e-commerce business so that it can give you the correct call to actions the action points that you need to take can be very clearly seen for example you know some numbers if i were to look at for example there is data available and this is a revelation lijo actually 
only 0.5% of the big data available at our disposal is actually being used. The reason is that most of the data remains within the proprietary software and external tools. You know, for example, the machine learning technologies are getting much better now. The data is kept all over the place. It's captured and one needs to retrieve this data, get this data together in the compressed format in a structured manner, which helps to translate into proper action points. So all in all, I would say that e-commerce has made life easier, but one needs to know how to move around because there is a structured manner how you need to move around. And once you're familiar with it, then life becomes much more easier because you control everything. You can start it when you want to start it. You can stop it when you want to stop it. You can address a specific target audience. You can do it within a specific region. You can go back to the same customer again. All these are the limitations that you have in an offline business. So all in all, I think it's a, it's a good change. It's a big change. We have embraced it and we have some good times ahead is what I would say. Awesome. And it's, so one of the things that has changed along, along the way is like, and we were, this was something that we were discussing before was the human interaction comes very down at the, almost at the end of the funnel. And which was pretty, pretty big in physical retail. People used to go ask their doubts and now most of the things has moved online. So the human interaction in the selling process or the marketing process has changed hugely. So leading to a complete different way of looking at the customer experience. So earlier the customer experience would be the retail staff that's there. You need to train them, you coach them to act in a certain way leading to conversions. Uh, now in a digital format is completely different. So do you think it has become better? How has the consumer experience sphere changed within this e-commerce digital world? Oh, that when you're talking of customer experience, as I said, the customer behavior has changed. Customers are today educated. As you rightly mentioned in an offline store, the customer experience was probably a direct interaction with the brand, which is existing even today. But the stage at which a customer interacts with a person is, is much later. Secondly, you could actually interact with a sales promoter. You go to a physical store, there is a salesperson who's telling, who's selling the product to you right across you. So you could actually uh, see the body language. You could see the reactions based on which an experienced salesperson would pitch different products. Yeah. And then you could actually see what the customer is doing. Is he buying or no? Is he looking at some other competitors products? All these things were right in front of us or rather even today. And mind you, it's in front of us even today, but 85% of my business of our business or the business in the UAE comes from the offline channel. And I'm saying this because this, I think is a huge plus point as we move ahead in the e-commerce business, it has to change. Change is the only thing which is constant, I said some time back. Having said that, let us look at how these things function in an e-commerce business. I would say the customer learns about the brand and the product even before we realize it. He has access to so much of information today on the net that he has already done a survey of 
the website, either the website or the brand or the company or the product. He can actually compare products online. He can compare brands and he can actually have information with him even before he comes to your website, which means the customer carries information about you well in advance. However, the interaction time is still way below in the funnel, you know. So now he comes to your website, he checks various things. He could be led. There could be ads which he has seen on various social media channels, either Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, you name any of them. And every organization is today flooding all these places with all sorts of ads. So they could either be coming through there, they could have done a Google search and they could be coming through Google display ads or search ads. It could be various channels. Once they have come there, they have done their study. And before you talk of, I was mentioning this customer happy path, you know, the happy path flow for a customer. There are a lot of other options available in between. Like for instance, if he has already searched, there is data available with you to track this customer's behavior. And you have search engine recommendations so you can actually show the customer a product which he's searching for. This option is available today with you in an online business, which is not available offline. Imagine he has done something off away from your website. This is being tracked. And then when he comes to your website, there are ways and means you show him products that he is looking for. People talk of conversion. Imagine you buying, you want to buy a product. And you go to a website and the same product that you're looking for is thrown at you. Chances are Lijo, that nine out of 10 times you would end up buying that product. Yeah. It's just like a similar thing happens in an offline as so let's take the example of a restaurant you go to a restaurant and let's say you start, uh, you order your starters, but you don't order your Coke or any cold drinks. Yeah, or a juice for that matter. Chances are that you will definitely have a proper meal and then you might go in for a desert. This is what data speaks. So similarly, we have seen on some of our websites in the past that if a customer is buying a certain set of products, let's say, for example, a, a female comes to your website and buys some organic and natural products, cosmetics. We've seen eight out of 10 cases, they end up buying a perfume as well. So now I know because of the data that these customers, there is, this is a group of customers who look for these products. I can, the option, I have the option of selling a perfume to them. So when you throw this perfume at them, there is every chance that they buy. Obviously you are increasing the average transaction value of your website and you are also increasing conversion. This also happens in an offline where a salesperson has to speak and would you need this? We all know of the famous uh, story, you know, Fisher, the person who sold a, a comb to a person who doesn't have any hair, those bald person type of things. But this is much more easier on an e-commerce website because you have data available with you. So you can convert people. So basically I'm saying here that the options are available one needs to see how customer experiences can be improved and more importantly the cost of getting back a customer 
once he goes out from your e-commerce website is probably five times more than what you would have spent acquiring that customer. Hence, I would say the customer experience has changed drastically. However, you have softwares available with you to improve the overall customer experiences. Let's take, for example, a Netflix, you know, I was telling you about recommendation engines. 75% of the users watch movies based on the Netflix recommendation, right? Uh, that is because the user behavior has been tracked. Or let's take Amazon. No e-commerce business is complete without discussing Amazon, yeah? So I'm sure you are aware about this, Lijo, that 35% of Amazon's revenue is generated from its recommendation engine. So this is a big one. So you have the data available with you when it comes to online. There are ways how you can improve the customer experiences. And it's a misconception that you know brands do not have access to this data or it's very difficult. No, this logic is incorrect. Even the smallest of businesses have the means to access and analyze e-commerce data. It all depends on how you are going to channelize it and what stage would you want to show what product to a customer. So that's it for the part one of this podcast. For the part two of the podcast, it will be releasing next Saturday. So stay tuned in, subscribe so that you know when it is released. So till next week, thank you. Thank you.